The Human Podcast features weekly service audio from the Unitarian Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation of Roswell, Georgia. Please visit us at human.org. So thank you, Alex. So good morning. I'm David Kroeber. I am your worship associate today. I'm a member of Human, and uh, happy to be here today. So on behalf of Amanda Brally, who's our speaker today, our music director, Alex Peach, our tech team that make the live stream possible, I'd like to welcome you to the Unitarian Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation, which we lovingly call Human. We are a liberal faith community with the mission to nurture our spirit strive for justice, and transform the world. Many of us come to Human because here we have the opportunities to engage in an open-minded and compassionate search for truth and for purpose, being mindful of the love we hold for one another and for the world in which we live. If there are any of you that are visiting for the first time today and you feel comfortable doing so, would you please stand and identify yourself and so we can say hello. Any visitors over here? Hey. Hey, welcome, Tiffany. Yeah, good to see you. Hey, Bill. Welcome. Yeah. Anyone? Okay. Yes. Hey, welcome. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us this morning. No matter who you are, who you love, or where you are on your spiritual journey, you are welcome here. Everyone is invited to join us for coffee and conversation after the service. So I have a, a couple of announcements. First, um, our, our COVID announcement, uh, just a reminder that we uh, are monitoring the, the COVID risk levels uh, in at least one of the counties in our the area that we serve is, is still in high risk. So masks are required for indoor activities, and we can't do indoor sing, uh, singing at this point in time. So. 
Please practice social distancing by leaving a little bit of space between different family groups. And um, the board will continue to monitor and we will relax these as soon as we can. Um, another reminder, uh, immediately after the service, well, around 11.15, we will have our labyrinth dedication ceremony. So we invite everyone, uh, if you're still around, to please join us for that and come and celebrate in, in the new uh, beautiful reflection spot that we have uh, behind the building here. Uh, the, the, the funds for the labyrinth were generously donated by Ellen Milholland in memory of her husband, Jim, who passed away uh, last summer. Uh, the memorial service for Jim, who's a former member of UMAN, will take place here next Saturday, August the 27th at 3 o'clock, and all are invited to attend. Uh, the next UU 101 class is going to be held September 10th uh, at 1230, from 1230 to 2, uh, with the second session uh, from on September 17th from 1232 as well. If you're new to our congregation or to uh, UU and you are considering becoming a member or just want to learn more about us or you've been here a while and you want to get a refresher, uh, this two-session class is for you. If you're interested, um, I think there may be a sign-up sheet out there or you can go uh, send an email to membership at human.org uh, to, to uh, get more information or sign up. Okay, so Elizabeth, I think we had a, yeah, special announcement, all right. Good morning, everyone. My name is Elizabeth Rohan, and I am on the Religious Exploration Council. Um, and first, I have a quiz. Um, can anyone tell me when does religious exploration start? Okay, Kennedy. September 11th. Excellent. Okay, question number two. What time does it start? Yes, 11.15. Okay. All right. Human gets 100. Um, well, today my job is to introduce, uh, formally introduce our new director of religious exploration, Lexi Tagney. Um, and before I do that, though, I would like to invite you all to the porch after the labyrinth dedication for um, some treats to celebrate her. Wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> that, that was not the introduction. <laughs> that was the invitation to the treats. Um, it is my honor to formally introduce our new director of religious exploration, DRE, Lexi Tagging, to human. Lexi attended RE herself here at Human as a child and a youth, and last year she decided to join Human as a young adult. She jumped right in and got involved in several activities and committees, including getting trained to teach OWL, which for those of you who don't know is Our Whole Lives Sexuality Education. She said that teaching OWL was transformative. She's enthusiastic about creating a vibrant program for our children and youth and is eager to try new ideas. Lexi brings love, energy, enthusiasm, and acceptance of every child and family at UMAN. Um, she loves UMAN and she loves our kids, and these qualities are essential for a DRE. I believe Lexi has the potential to transform RE at UMAN, and by extension, along with Dave, to bring UMAN to new places. Lexi. Good morning. 
If you haven't heard me say it already, let me just make sure that y'all know, I am excited to be here. Some of you know me from back when I was a little girl, running through Fellowship Hall and holding Reverend Greg's hand as he delivered sermons. Or maybe some of you know me as an adult, rejoining Human as the first, second generation member. Either way, it feels very full circle to me. From growing up in the youth programs to directing them, it makes my heart full and my soul sing out. And here I've been given the amazing opportunity to help lead this congregation's youth down a path of spiritual development. Where that path may lead? I don't know. <laughs> That's not for me or for you or for any of us to decide. Um, and sometimes that might seem intimidating, but I know for me at least, wow, it was crazy, fun, a little chaotic, but guess what? It's not over yet. A year ago, I was new to the medical field, struggling my way through new policies, procedures, knee-deep triaging, taking vitals, and hoping to treat COVID patients. And if you had told me, Lexi, in a year from now, you're going to embark on a new spiritual journey, working for the church that you grew up in, choosing curriculum, planning events, begging for volunteers, still need more. <laughs> if you had told me that, I would have laughed. Yeah, nice try. If you're done, there's a patient in room number six that has explosive diarrhea, I really gotta go. <laughs> this path might have been set for me the moment I walked through those doors. No, not those doors. Into this beautiful sanctuary, the doors to the other building. Remember that? I digress. This path might have been chosen for me a long time before I knew it. But for me, I realized I was meant to come back home when I moved back to Georgia in 2020. When we started meeting in person, and one day after service, I turned to my mom and said, do we still teach owl, right? We do that? And she says, yeah, why? And before I knew it, I was in instructor training and teaching with Randy Blash. And that's when it hit me smack in the face. This place, this reality, this community, this religion, this is everything to me. This is my place. It helped me learn my values, learn about who I am, and gave me a safe space to grow. So when Dave asked me to volunteer on the council to search for a new DRE, how could I say no? And when Miriam suggested that I apply for the position, how could I say no? And when I went to the interview and made one of my interviewers cry, how could I feel anything other than at home? And so, wow, this is really where I'm meant to be. I'm supposed to take all of the love and caring that was poured into me as a child and youth and do something with it. How could I say no? Why would I even want to? Okay, all right, I'm getting carried away. Let's stop for a second. Because the truth is that none of this is really about me. It's not. 
while I come to you bringing a vision for what's next, grounded in the past, molded by the present, and looking forward to the future. Young adults, I'm looking at all of y'all. So I invite you to close your eyes at your own comfort, settle in, and open your mind. Think about what religious education looks like to you. Was it meaningful? Did it make you feel whole? Did you have any of those unsavory feelings like resentment or shame? Okay, we acknowledge those feelings and we let them go. Now, what would you have liked for that experience to have been like? Is it different? Is it more? Could you have possibly imagined it involving talking about sex? Lastly, how do you want the future generations of the UUs to experience faith development? Is it enthusiastically? Is it welcoming? Is it inclusive and kind? Is it going to be completely different from your own experience? And probably different from the rest of their peers? Okay, rejoin me. And together, we strive for an amazing future. I'm so excited that Lexi is going to be our director of religious exploration. And now for our call to worship. If there is to be peace in the world, there must be peace in the nations. If there is to be peace in the nations, there must be peace in the cities. If there is to be peace in the cities, there must be peace between neighbors. If there is to be peace between neighbors, there must be peace in the home. If there is to be peace in the home, there must be peace in the heart. Hello. Um, it's great to be here. I'm Amanda, and I've been a member of this congregation for about five or six years now. I joined in 2017 um, after a fateful 2016 election and the death of a close friend who succumbed to cancer at 44 years old. Her name was Claudia, and actually she was my daughter's aunt. My, uh, my daughter's father's sister, and we were more like family, even though we were no longer related by marriage. One of my oldest friends invited me to come, and um, that year, in my rage and shock and grief, I longed for and craved some spiritual sustenance and maybe some camaraderie. Going back to 2014, my husband and I were married at the Unitarian Church in Charleston, which is a stunning church with a graveyard and stained glass, win stained glass windows and a robin's egg blue ceiling. Uh, the church bit dates back to 1771. And we chose to marry in that church ultimately because of the pride flag flying outside of its offices. We weren't really church people. But this church, this living tradition, this community felt like home. 
I grew up going to Baptist churches in the South with my parents. They were choir members, and I remember meeting them, meeting them in the choir room after service as they replaced their robes and stoles back on the hangers and the you know, little cubbies and everything. My church going included getting cleaned up, dressed up, frills and bows and patent leather shoes. It included Wednesday night youth gatherings, both Sunday service and Sunday school, you know. It included long sermons that lamentably would spill over into the start of the football game. <laughs> We're like, okay. Um, it included meeting up with friends afterwards for big lunches at Mexican restaurants or barbecue places or Mary Max downtown. <clears throat> then it usually included a nap in the afternoon. Attending church for me is a ritual, part of a routine that guarantees the spiritual sustenance I so desperately need. In fact, ultimately, my search for deeper, truer, I'm sorry, yes, my search for a deeper truth and meaning is what led me away from the Christian faith. I'm so grateful to have found a faith tradition that resonates deeply with my own values. I like to joke that the UU prayer starts, Dear God, if there is a God. Many of you are also here because you longed for a deeper, truer spirituality. You don't want to be told what to believe or how to live or have your free will dictated to you. After all, what sort of choice is free if to choose one thing over the other means eternal damnation? Recently, Reverend Dave has shared some sad statistics and information about participation and membership here at Human. And I must admit, I've been concerned. But I would like to take this opportunity in the pulpit to wish you a call for all hands on deck here at Human. While I take a little comfort in the fact that participation and volunteering is down among many organizations since the pandemic, it is clear that we need you, all of our friends and members, to help us intentionally shift with the changes around us. Again, I'm very excited that we've added Lexi. We're gonna have a dedicated director of religious exploration. And so we have the opportunity to add a second hour of programming here at church. Sunday School. So how many of you have recently joined an event after service, like UU the Vote? Who is here for UU the Vote? Okay. Um, what about a poetry gathering? I heard there was a poetry gathering. Did anybody here join that? What about Rollins Religious um, Exploration Groups? Mm-hmm. Very popular, by the way, Rollins. What about coffee and conversation? Who stayed for coffee and conversation? Okay. Um, and, um, okay, who has gone to lunch with people after the service? Okay. So it looks like many of us are already staying after the service to congregate. So while we don't know yet what Sunday school looks like at Human or if doing it this way will improve our congregation or, or move us in a, a new shift. 
We do know that a neighboring church made this change, and it has become a huge reason why their congregation has flourished. We can look to other congregations for confirmation about how second service um, can grow fellowships and participation. So Emerson's minister, Emerson is a UU church in Cobb County. She recently shared her her thoughts in a video, and that will be added to the website soon, human.org. And she talks about the benefits of worshiping together all ages, all generations, and then exploring in our individual Sunday school classes afterwards. Personally, a few years ago, before we shut down for the pandemic, I volunteered to teach my oldest daughter's religious exploration, or RE class, but I was still committed to singing in the choir. Since we held RE at the same time as the service, I usually had to miss the first part of class, sing in the choir, and then join the class. And that meant I usually missed part of the worship service. So what I love about second hour programming is that us choir singers, the RE volunteers, the live stream and worship teams who work very hard to deliver Sunday service each week, we, these people won't have to choose between attending service and, and getting that um, religious exploration and doing the other things that we love to do here at Human. With Sunday school, these hardworking volunteers can get their spiritual sustenance and grow their connection to the community. As a choir member, I've been asked to hold some pretty long notes. And yet, a unique thing about singing in a group is that each person does not need to hold the note the entire length. In a group, much like a congregation, we can take a break to breathe, then join back in to holding the note. When we sing like that, the note is sustained over time, but it still sounds like the entire choir is singing. Join us in carrying this note of human music. Whether you make yourself available to teach religious exploration a couple few Sundays a month, whether you hope to volunteer in a smaller way or a larger way, and you can find me after this service to ask about this. I would like to take my final few moments up here in the pulpit to recognize the humanites who have been committed to this congregation year in and year out for decades. Bruce, the ones who have forged the path so that we can enjoy this community, this beautiful sanctuary, the committees and ministries. I recognize you and I thank you. See, what you may not know because you may have joined us more recently is that these people have volunteered and toiled and held meetings and listened and have done and continue to do the work of keeping this congregation going and keeping this community alive. Let's honor them by getting all hands on deck and continuing the legacy of this congregation. Thank you, Amanda. That was great. Same. Um, Nurture our spirit, strive for justice, transform the world. That's our mission, and we fulfill our mission with the commitment of our time, energy, and resources. Individually and together, Unitarian Universalists 
We help build a world that is filled with peace and justice, love and joy. The offering will now be received either by the passing of the basket or using the Givelify app. So for the work of this church, which is weaving the tapestry of love into our lives, we give thanks. And now we uh, extinguish our chalice together. Um, please join me in, in our chalice extinguishing thing. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we carry in our hearts until we meet again.
Go in peace. Speak truth. Give thanks each day. Respect the earth and all creatures, for they are alive like you. Care for your body. It is a wondrous gift. Live simply. Be of service. Be guided by your faith and not your fear. Go lightly on your way. Walk in a sacred manner. The service has ended. Go in peace. The Unitarian Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation of Roswell, Georgia, thanks you for listening to the Human Podcast. Background music, courtesy of Tim Moore from Pixabay. <laughs>